0: I think a lot of business owners are so scared to start podcasting, to start posting anything that is thought leadership wise, because they're like, if I'm not going to be doing it perfectly, then there's no point. Whereas we are all missing out like the bigger brands. And I think that this is where like, I always come back to anyone in communication today realizes that five years ago, communication in general from any entrepreneur, business owner, whatever it was, it was very like serious. And today is very humanizing. So people are seeking to connect uh, authentically with brands.
1: This is the Thrive With Live Show, the podcast where you can learn to go live with poise, professionalism, and peace of mind. Live video is the best free tool to win clients and grow your income and authority. So, if you want to ditch the overwhelm and confusion to skyrocket your online success through the dynamism of live video, then you are in the right place. This podcast covers all aspects from your mindset, voice, style and personal branding to all the technology and tools you need to get started and grow with live video. And now, here is your host, Katie Simpson.
2: Hello and welcome again to the Thrive With Live show. It's Katie here and I've got a wonderful guest with me today, Anna Xavier. I'm really excited to bring her on. So we are talking today about mastering your podcast. And lots of us these this day and age have a very busy, busy schedule for one reason or another. And um, thinking about starting a podcast might just... Bring a big alarm bells in your mind, and you just think, well, it sounds like a great idea, but there's no way. I'm just too busy. I'm doing this and that and the other. And how could I make it work? Um, well, Anna will be giving us loads of tips today, showing you how you can how you can do it. She is a podcasting strategist and her superpower is the ability to help clients identify a podcast idea that accelerates their business or professional goals. (laughs) She's helping you to establish trust with your ideal customer and avoid content creator overwhelm. And I need a little party noise for that. Anna is has traveled a lot, she's originally from Portugal. After a decade of experience in podcasting, broadcasting and digital marketing in Portugal and London, Anna moved to Dallas in 2016 where she is now. So, as a skilled podcast producer and strategist, she saw the opportunity to help entrepreneurs to get their message across, also create a meaningful impact in the world. And in January 2020, she founded what she calls the Podcast Space, which is an online podcasting consulting agency. And she works specifically with female entrepreneurs, which is what I do here as well, who support the betterment of others in their common communities. Along the way, she mentors them to make a greater positive impact on their audience as well as become better hosts. So let's bring in the wonderful Anna. Yay. Hi. Hi, Hi. Anna. Thank you so much for for being on here. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. I'm really genuinely excited for this conversation. I know that can be a bit of a cliche everyone says i'm so excited to be on here i'm so excited to have you here (laughs) everyone says that
0: but i am because you're
2: amazing
0: same. Uh, we we first met at Ecamm's Leap Into Podcasting yes. last year. Yeah. And we've been f- fr- f- kind of like Facebook and uh, Instagram friends since. And so yes. I'm excited to be here because I've been seeing you pop up um, all the time. And I'm, when you invited me, I was like, hell yes, let's oh. go. <laughs> oh,
2: thank you. Yeah, I do try and pop up <laughs> um, in Instagram. I'm trying to pop up in Instagram a bit more than I have been, give it some more love. Because my sort of comfy place. But I've been really inspired by all your content on Instagram. Um, You're able to do something that a lot of people find really hard, including me really, is to boil down what you teach into simple things and simple sort of tips and strategies so people can come away with something. You're not just saying, oh, listen to my show. You are a podcast strategist, so we can see that from your content
0: that's so good i think that uh, what you said is really on point i even though i'm a podcast strategist i truly believe that we can meet people where they are and so i've for the past three uh, will be soon four years have been building community on instagram because i think it's a really like nice place to create a community and again facebook same thing i think that whatever you want to do you can just move in that direction and focus on that one platform and and I think that like we can start giving tips away already. But <laughs> but a big mistake that podcasters do is just to make the podcast like the ultimate destination where for me it's like, how can I provide value for you where you are right now? Because um, l- exiting a platform to go to a podcast platform, wherever it is like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it really involves a lot of effort. And that's the thing that most podcasters don't understand is that when you're asking someone to leave the platform to go and listen to your show, most times the listener is going to be like, eh, not now, right? And so for me is how can I build that connection with you on the platform you're in, normally Instagram or you know LinkedIn, build a relationship there, and then every now and again tell you, hey, subscribe to the show so that when people do subscribe to the show, they don't need to do anything else because it automatically drops on their phone. But I constantly share. Show up on the platform, giving them what they need. Of course, teasing a little bit, but at the same time, like, how can I show up, show value? And, you know, whenever you are, because I think a lot of people are just like, the podcast is like, you know, the ultimate thing that I want people to do, whereas like, to me, a podcast is a part of your business is all another tool. And so I don't see it as the final stage It's just another avenue. So if you're driving off, you're not going to be on social media. But um, again, what is it that my ideal person is doing? And how can I remind them that? Yeah, hey, like, think about this. I'm huge on education. So I think that's an important part of the whole like, content strategy.
2: Yeah, that's so interesting because somebody like you and and me to a certain extent, um, you know, adore. You know, you know how great podcasting is. You re- really focus down on that and hone in on that. And there's so much about podcasting that can just totally immerse you in. Talking about that, doing stuff towards that—it's it's a whole world in itself. So that's so interesting and insightful and helpful. I think that you you see it as a whole strategy that you you need to build community as well. So can we backtrack a little bit, Anna? Let's go back to you know why? What is it about? podcasting that can really help people in their business or maybe they have like a non-profit or something like that why do you love helping people with podcasting what is it about it
0: Yes. So great, great question. I I think that the, the podcast world is very flexible. And that's why it works really well for different entrepreneurs, small business owners, nonprofits. And that is because it builds trust with the listener. You have their, you know, like sometimes undivided attention, sometimes they're multitasking, but still they're they're listening to you. And um, whether you're doing it on audio format or video format, it is really a time to build that trust. Because again, when people are reading an email, they don't really hear your passion, your confidence, the just the love that you have for that topic. And on social media, people are just kind of not primed for focusing truly on what they're doing. Whereas when they're listening, they really give you the attention that you need. And so you can build trust with the audience for a longer period of time, you can really shine in your expertise. And I think that um, it's also an opportunity to showcase one, your humanity, because we are so kind of like formatted to be perfect. And like on a podcast, you can really showcase that like imperfect side of us. And honestly, like my motto is progress over perfection, because I think a lot of business owners are so scared to start podcasting, to start posting anything that is thought leadership wise, because they're like, if I'm not going to be doing it perfectly, then there's no point. Whereas we are all missing out like the bigger brands. And I think that this is where like I always come back to anyone in communication today realizes that five years ago, communication in general from any entrepreneur, business owner, whatever it was, it was very like serious. And today is very humanizing. So people are seeking to connect. Uh, authentically with brands and so if the bigger creators like Amy Porterfield for instance like you can really see there's been a push to bring Amy into the front of the brand and make her more human so we can connect because we want to be sold by like our friend we don't want to be sold by the big you know Tony Robbins who's like do this and blah, 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 blah. like we don't like any of that like it just doesn't connect with us we, especially uh, after COVID we want to connect authentically with people. And I think that a podcast does that because it's your space and you can do something like a more um, dynamic that is, you know, like doing a live show like what we're doing right now. You can connect directly with people and you can also do something that is a pre-recorded show. um, However, you want to transition to something exciting after you're like mastered that first step. So I think that's one of the reasons why most people like podcasting because it's just... You and I, it's intimate. And by the way, tip for anyone who's doing a podcast, do not use you all, y'all, you guys. It's you and the listener. So don't make them like as a group, say you, like make it personal. It's just you and I, friend, chatting about whatever it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good point, Anna. It's so... Easy, it sort of trips off your tongue, doesn't it? And that you're talking to an audience, but yeah, she's absolutely right. Just focus on one to one because there's it is really intimate, isn't it? That you're actually in their head, basically. It's sort of more intimate in a way like that than if you're talking to somebody face to face because you're actually talking to them in their head and they will listen generally to your whole episode, won't they? They, They're not just going to flit in and out. That's what the stats say, isn't it?
0: Yes. And, And something that I think is really interesting... And I had I had a little bit of a beef with people who are like, Hey, podcast nation. And I'm like, if you just lost your, if you just launched your podcast, like there's no nation, like it's just a few people. So treat them as your friends, make them like excited for for you know, like for them to be on your show. Don't go like, hey, nation community where people feel like they're part of like this group, and they're like nobodies. So if you're starting a brand online, make everything Every person feels special because that's what bigger creators are seeking and you already have it so don't go ahead and just like you know i'm a big brand and i have like like don't do that like really lean into the um authenticity of being a smaller creator because that excites a lot of people like a lot of people are like oh my god and i can i book a time with you wait what and i'm like uh yes (laughs) of course you can (laughs) they're like you're on social media i'm like yes because i'm authentically me i want you to connect with me as a person and i I know that you can relate to this too Katie like the the fact that like you can connect with people on a personal level.
2: Yeah, it's very very special isn't it and it's unlike any other space. What do you think Anna as a podcaster how you feel personally that you're connecting with people because at the moment it's still quite hard isn't it on the actual podcasting platforms. How do you feel about podcasters themselves and how they feel like they've got that connection with their audience because you know when we're live we get instant connection back maybe people will put comments uh, like we've got maybe we can see you know people putting love hearts and stuff like that we get that instant response don't we and at the moment with podcasting it's there's very very little and I think that can cause that thing that we can call pod fade when you know a, a typical thing is if somebody hasn't got a strategy behind them that Anna can help you with, they can s- stop recording and sort of fade.
0: Yeah, that that happens. So basically, what I normally uh, work with clients is really understanding what is the goal of the podcast. So I'm going to detour a little bit from my answer, because uh, when you're using a podcast to grow your business or grow your online brand, it comes down to seven things. One, the the way most people do it is just to create content online, like marketing content, online content for their website. Um, A lot of clients that I work with, they're like, I don't like writing, so I prefer doing that. I'm like, great, let's do that. And then they can use it also to network with decision makers or uh, create content that is elevating them to a thought leader level. Also, there are ways that you can do is career switching. I've been seeing that a lot lately, especially after COVID. But you can start networking with people who are in different industry, learn about that industry itself, and then like dive in if that's something they're like, you know, like, I think I actually dig this. And then another way is to use it for just a passion project or a hobby. I don't like calling it just because there's so much uh, work that goes into it, but also sales, selling what you have and lead generation. And so knowing that you have all of these seven goals, you start to understand what does matter to you. Because if you're using the the show to network with the person in front of you, you're not really going to put a lot of effort or like worry or intention behind like communicating with like the audience that is listening. I always tell clients just make sure that obviously you're maximizing your content. So obviously you're creating content that people want to be engaging with because that's a mistake that a lot of people they're just like doing seven you know live shows a week because all they want is like that like face to face with you right uh you you being the host so when you're actually using it to connect with your audience and build that like lead generation like warm up the leads to then buy products and services from you you really need to consider like The podcast as a piece of your puzzle. So do you have a way? One, are you asking for engagement? A lot of the the times when I'm doing my podcast, I ask people, hey, um, what did you think? Did you are you going to be implementing this? Are you going to be using something that I talked about? Like, was this like an aha moment for you? But I don't just do that. Because I think most podcasters don't think how they actually consume content and their user behavior. So when someone is listening in the car and driving, maybe what will happen is that at the end of that drive, they don't remember anymore that like, they wanted to create some something for uh, the listener or whatever it is. So they're, they're just thinking, oh, okay, like, I just listened to the podcast. I'm not like thinking I have to reach out to the host. So when you're promoting the podcast online, sending it on newsletters, sending it on social media, all of these things. Like doing an Instagram live or doing Insta stories or whatever stories it is on the platform you're using. Ask for that feedback. Tell them, "Hey, I just talked about this. If you listened, let me know." And especially on newsletters, I get a ton of responses from people like, "Oh, I just listened to the episode. That was so great." Um and so how often are you asking for feedback but also don't ask just once and like done and dusted because people forget people are like we have busy lives and so one optimize your content for engagement so do talk to the listener again most people will take forever. Like the one episode that changes your life, you will go on social media and say, I just listened to this, mind-blowing. But for most times, like think about how you consume content. You don't go with social media every other episode you listen, like love this, like you don't. <laughs> um, so it's just be patient, but foster their relationship. Cool.
2: Right. I need to make notes on this afterwards. <laughs> so, um... Anna, what about somebody who thought about podcasting a bit, um, but they've thought there's just no way that I'll be able to fit this in? It just sounds quite overwhelming. And, you know, they're busy, they're doing a lo- load of different things. Is there a way that they can start a successful show? not just bang some random thing out but the one that sounds pretty good and gets engagement and everything with a really busy business life or you know charity whatever they're doing but they're just thinking about can i add a podcast
0: yeah i i think that it as i will start these answers by stating first that for most people it takes a minimum of six months to actually start seeing return on your podcast. And for me, it's just like set that expectation. Know that's going to be a situation where you're just building that brand, building that awareness. But then when you start seeing results, they really are exciting. And so... When you're uh, looking at like incorporating podcasting into your life, I want you to think like again. I talked about the seven ways you can use a podcast, like the goals you can set for your podcast, and so a lot of times content creators or business owners or nonprofits consider starting a podcast, but then they look at it as like a different part of their communications. And so I want you to consider first like what are the gaps that I have in my communication, things that I've been wanting to talk for a while, and how can the podcast be repurposed in that? So, like, it does take some effort, and you can make it as complicated or as simple as you want. Like, for instance, video podcasting does take a lot more effort. But if you're doing a live stream, you're setting up your show once, and then, you know, there's something to be said. I used to do live radio. I was a host in Portugal, and it's really interesting that, like, your brain switches to a on it when you're doing it live and when you're doing a recorded I I remember doing this when I was pre recording content for you know like the later down the week if I was going on vacation or whatever it was like I would mess up so much because I knew that I could fix what I was doing and so when I was live there was just no way that I could miss oh if I could I would find a way to like fix it in a moment and so i want to invite people to understand like what is it what is your zone of genius and don't over complicate it a lot of people say oh my peers so and so i literally just did a podcast episode on this by the way it's episode 14 is out right now on the podcast space and on the podcast space.com slash podcast where i'm covering like the three things that actually like content gurus use and one of them is this is like do not overcomplicate your processes i i talked to so many people who tell me like i bought this 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 and this because my friend who's like a tech guru suggested this and i'm like okay so why haven't you started doing anything and he's like i'm so overwhelmed i'm not a techie person and i'm like well like literally step number one got you completely like stalled And so let's figure out, like, what tech equipment do you need? But, like, most importantly, it's not necessarily about the tech. Like, for instance, my room is not treated to, like, audio levels. I have, like, a really thick rug. I have some thick curtains. But I don't have, like, any sound paneling. So I picked a microphone this guy here um that really is good at sometimes i have because in america you have something called the gas lawn mowers and that like they're really loud and my neighbor has the lawn people oh. <laughs> come sometimes when i'm recording and you cannot really hear it on my microphone because it's a microphone built for that so i don't have to spend too much time in post production fixing the audio and then It's really about looking at one, what's the purpose of your podcast, but also like if you like doing short content, create shorter content, right? Like don't you don't need to blab for 20 minutes if your content is seven minutes long and shorter content has two benefits. One, it's easier and quicker to create and publish but then secondly, the people can listen to it like multiple times. It helps your podcast rank higher because people are actually consuming all the episodes through. So instead of just listening to like 50%. So there's actual benefits to creating micro episodes and and people will remember everything you talked. So that's a good thing. Brilliant. So I think like those are like mainly my two suggestions. Like I normally help clients understand what is their zone of genius and create content around that because yeah. most times people are like, wait, I can do a shorter solo episode. Is that a thing? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, so that's exciting to see their excitement. We're like, oh, I can master this now. Like that sounds doable. Yes,
2: yes, I love that. Like Amy Porterfield, for example, who she really uses podcasting in a big way. She started doing shorts. Podcast short episodes, shorties—I think she calls Um, them—and then I saw other people start to do them. So, yeah, it is a thing. And so, so many people say, "I don't know, I couldn't talk for that long. I don't know what I would talk about. I don't know what I'd say." I'd, you know, that's a real stumbling block for in people's minds. But as you said, if it's in their zone of genius, you know, a lot of us can just ramble on as it were about what we love um for ages and it's surprising what we have in us that without a whole ton of preparation or like you said editing and everything we can actually do that and especially as short episodes are a thing and they're a great thing as well
0: yeah and it's funny you're saying that so in america we have podcast movement which is like one of the major podcast conferences uh here in the us and i've met amy's uh podcast producer actually uh multiple times because we just like met in the first one and then like we just like kept like bumping into each other and she's super lovely and she was like talking about yeah like we started doing the short episodes And um, it's just been so interesting to kind of like see someone who's a big creator to also do the transition to video because Amy for the longest time was like, I don't want to do video, whatever, whatever. But now she's embracing it. And I think that also it comes from a place of like, okay, one, like she's been podcasting on audio format for years. And so she has that nailed down and then she transitioned to video and it's such a different mindset because you have like body language, setting up the camera, making eye contact with the camera, like so many different things like for instance my camera disconnected somehow earlier and i had to mm-hmm. think like that's an added like stressor that can be incorporated in your workflow if you have too many things it will be stressful but i think that uh, it's just really about creating and and i talk about this all the time if you were in a networking event if you were anywhere and someone would ask you one thing about your industry you would not tell them like, oh, excuse me, I have to go and like research for like 20 minutes and I'll get back to you. Like you would say something, right? So it's just like coming from that place of trusting in your skill set, but trusting that you have to deliver value in a way that is doable for you. You don't have to start the sweats and be like, oh my God, this needs to be perfect. Like what is the minimum value product that you can deliver to your listeners? And Honestly short episodes are so good for for building that cuz it's just like it's super concise and it also also shows to the listener that you are mindful of their time.
2: Yes. Yes. Woohoo. Yeah, I I love this conversation about talking about what what lights you up and what your passion is because you I mean as as a voice coach as part of what I do, your voice comes alive and if you're on live video at the same time or a different time or doing reels or whatever so you're on some form of video as well you'll see it in your face your whole demeanor in your eyes you will relax your breathing will be better so whoever's editing your podcast later won't have so much of a nightmare maybe and your voice gets interest and dynamics in it and you know it's it just sounds so much better and, and you can do it. And with the short episodes, you're able to create more content with that as well. So you can get downloads, more downloads, and people are going to be listening to the end, like, like Anna was saying. So you can maybe grow your show quicker,
0: do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that, and again, I think if you don't have a podcast, you probably don't know this, but people pick episodes based on two things. Um, if they are a super fan or if they are an occasional listener. So if they fall in the category of the super fan, they will consume every single episode in binge. Maybe they don't listen for a couple of weeks, but then they'll listen through like the whole catalog because they just love you. And the occasional listener, these are people who will pick your episodes based on on title. And that's why it's super, super important to title your episodes with a specific strategy in mind. And not just like title this, you know, kind of like live with Anna, like it literally says nothing. But if it would be like the title of this episode, like how to create content with a busy schedule, like people are like, Oh, that is me, I want to know more about that. And it just like really guides the listener to consume your content. So if you're uh, doing that, make sure that you are creating excitement through the titles. But also, again, if you have episodes and there their podcasters that create I, I don't know, of course, they have to have teams uh, in production to do this. But there are people who Create three-hour episodes every couple of weeks, and so if you are a small business owner or if you are someone who just has a lot going on, is that doable? Right, like doing a short episode in, you know, if you prepare, if you uh, block time and, and batching is something that I think it's super important, which is creating content in kind of like chunks. So do the research uh, one day for all the episodes, and then record a bunch of episodes in one sitting. If you have one hour, you can record four episodes. Think about that, like how easy it is when, because you're you're already warming up your voice. Actually, I want to ask you, Katie, like what is the one thing that uh, in terms of voice people come and ask you about? Like what is the number one like concern that people have or like problem with their voice?
2: There's different things. One of the main things that people ask me about with podcasting is about filler words. You know, I always say, um, how do I stop doing that? That's, that's a, a main thing. Um, I say, um, it's, it's, <laughs> you cannot." Yeah, Yeah. There's a simple way of sort of learning to stop doing that so much. And it's just about partly your mindset, giving yourself space to breathe and think and actually giving your audience space to breathe and think, allow them to dwell on what you've just said and allow yourself the grace to have a breath. We're all human, we all need to breathe. So often we put these in because we're thinking and when we're nervous about having a space, you know, having silence. We're uncomfortable with the silence, uh, aren't we? Yeah, we've got to fill that with something, got to put something in there. And it's just, it's a habit that we get into. So that's one of the things a lot of people say, but there's a lot of things. Breathing, people speaking in a monotone, um, people going up all the time at the end of the sentences and therefore (laughs) they sound really insecure all the time because they're
0: asking a question (laughs) Uh, Uh, my favorite is when people go down they're like what's about next and you're like god are you excited to be here yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah everything's a bit of a
2: downer Mm. and there's another habit that people have got a sort of trend it's we're on the way out hopefully of this trend but it's speaking in that creaky voice as well which is actually a bit annoying when you're listening to a oh podcast my god.
0: why is yeah. that a trend yeah, yeah it's vo-
2: vocal fry it's um oh. it's a thing that was in american sitcoms a lot where they're just relaxed and it sounds really croaky and it doesn't oh sound my right god. Um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yeah filler words are something that people think I'm never going to be able to do a podcast because I say a lot of filler words or fill in the blank but um if you use something like descript for example at some point in your editing workflow you can just delete them pretty well I don't know what Anna will think because she's you know, a real pro at this, but <laughs> for my ears, it sounds okay. In general, you do have to go through it. Don't just, you can just bulk, get rid of every single filler word, but you will find that it sounds a bit odd in some places. It will yeah. sort of jump to a middle of a word by accident. But
0: uh, I, I do have an editing tip for that. Actually, I do include, I actually take out when I I don't do production anymore. But when I was doing it, I would select filler words to blend in sections where maybe a client like like, that's another filler word that I see a lot, but it's okay. Um, and I remember uh, copying those and actually using it in the audio. Again, you can only do this in audio format. But um, it, it would be so easy to bridge sections. So if you were talking a bit slower on that section, and then the next one you would be talking really loud or, or really fast, or like just the cadence was completely different. If you had a, a, a filler word in between, the listener could not tell. Wow, I've never heard that strategy before. that's so cool. Yeah, is- it's just one of those that nobody thinks about it. but like when you listen, I want everyone to test this and let us know like honestly, tag us and if you're like, oh, change my life uh, I mean I can hear it normally. um so I know I know like most people probably don't think about this, but I know when like two sections don't match. Yes. and so I'm like, I want people to try and let us know. yeah, that
2: is really, really interesting. Great. Now, Anna, we could talk forever, I think. We could, we could. Um, This is so fun. We are going to have a fun little lightning round. I'm going to ask Anna in two minutes flat um, about this or that. So, does she like this? Does she like that? That type of thing. Okay, so this is just a bit of fun so we can get to know Anna a bit more. Okay, so in two minutes. Right. Do you prefer texting or talking?
0: Talking. Your favourite day of the week? Oh, wow. Uh, mm, I don't know, maybe Wednesday because it's like halfway through the week.
2: Yeah. Uh, nickname your parents used to call you?
0: Oh, Tata. That was Aww. the first word I ever said.
2: Oh, how sweet. What l- is the last song you downloaded?
0: I don't know. I don't know. And also, like, who downloads songs anymore? We stream it. And then- <laughs> last song we streamed, like- you know? Um, I don't remember. I can check it. Okay. While everyone's like looking at this, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what am I <laughs> having Spotify on my phone? Is oh Vance Joy, uh, missing piece. That was it.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> um, if you could, this isn't um this or
2: that really, is it? If you could travel back to time in time, what period would you go to?
0: Oh darn! I thought about this. Um. As women is really hard to pick a time because it's just a hot mess okay i will say (gasps) 70s okay why because they were like groovy and fun and music and love and peace yes
2: (laughs) um the place that you most want to travel that you haven't been to
0: already hmm i really want to go to japan hmm yeah sounds like Beautiful. a really fun yeah. just like so different from everything that we eat like westerners yes and yep. in the springtime as
2: well be lovely with the cherry blossom um your favorite junk food
0: uh chick-fil-a
2: <laughs> your favorite childhood
0: tv show just as the last one. Oh my goodness uh I don't know just at the top of my mind I have the worst memory so um maybe okay like the first thing that comes to mind is Rugrats.
2: Oh Rugrats! Oh I remember that I've got my (laughs) keyboard here um hang on do 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 hang on
0: that was it wasn't it? Yes! Oh my gosh I love this! oh rug and ruts. you can play it oh my gosh that's <laughs> what what is <a> talent <laughs>
2: and podcast listeners you might not have been able to hear that very well
0: no it was actually it was great i could i could because i had got my piano down
2: a bit quiet <laughs> They were weird. Yes. <laughs> so this strange. is the
0: highlight of my guesting like kind of like stints. Like I love this. I never had someone to play the piano live. <laughs> That's awesome. Start randomly playing theme tunes yes. on the piano. <laughs> you see that's that's why podcasting and live streaming is so fun is that like you really if you allow yourself it can be fun and it can create so many exciting moments for you and the listener i mean like i'm just gonna have the regrets theme theme song playing in my head all day now (laughs) oh so fun so fun
2: yeah, so thank you so much, Anna. I really, really appreciate it. My my mind is whirring around tens of a dozen and we're getting love hearts on the screen. Mwah! Thank you to everyone who's watching live and mwah! thank you to all the podcast listeners and replay listeners who really appreciate it. And I will stop talking, Anna. Please tell us where we can find you and how, if anyone wants to work with you, how they can do that, please.
0: Yes. So first off, follow the podcast space on Instagram is the podcast space, uh, singular. And obviously, also, if you're struggling with starting your podcast or you're in a rut and you don't know what's wrong and you want to start seeing some downloads jumping off or some engagement up or just start making money with your podcast, um, reach out to me, thepodcastspace.com. We have a podcast power hour. Like in 60 minutes, we get going. We get you uh, figured out like what is wrong how to fix it and you can implement those right away so um if you if you want you can reach out over there on the podcastbase.com and uh yeah it's just been such a pleasure katie like i really appreciate you having me on the show what a great fun show we had today
2: oh we certainly did and and everyone i just want to sort of um reiterate really how mega what um Anna does is for us because you know we we can't uh, pod fade when people fade away after the sixth seventh eighth episode is just it happens so much and it's such a shame because podcasting like she says is just it's a wonderful thing to have as part of your strategy. And it's, you develop this such a close um, connection with your audience and you're able to help them so much with, and it's just a real shame if you are one of the people who, because maybe you don't see the connection from people, you know, you're not, you're not seeing the results. You, you, you can't, you, you, I, I would really recommend that you had a look at podcastspace.com. Did you say it was?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's and free see- resources there and even the podcast where you can listen and subscribe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just Just get in touch before you consider stopping or giving it a break or whatever because I'm sure she will motivate you and help you and make you see where you can make improvements and and how you can really develop your show so thank you Anna you're wonderful and have a wonderful day thank you everyone god bless count your blessings and press record
1: See ya! Thanks for listening to the Thrive With Live show. If you love this podcast, do subscribe, share it with friends, and join Katie's supportive Facebook community, the live video success hub for ladypreneurs. And let's make your video confidence and impact soar. Until next time, remember to count your blessings.